Hi there, and welcome to Colour Fit Chat number 25. This week, I'm absolutely delighted to have nutritionist and chef Tiffany Affleck on the show. Tiff has worked with British women for the past three years, and her passion for cooking and creativity has enabled her to build a really strong social media presence under the name The Cooking Yam. And this is where she caught my attention, and she's now a really highly valued member of the Colour Fit team, where she acts as a performance chef. She's recently also transferred these skills to start working in the corporate wellbeing space, which I think is going to be an increasingly common practice for performance specialists. On the show, Tiff talks around engaging people in nutrition and in particular cooking. For me, this is the heart of nutrition education because in order to consume good nutrition, the vast majority of the time athletes have to make it, but it is still an area where many nutritionists are lacking. If you want to ask Tiff questions or add your opinion, please get involved with the Colour Fit Twitter tonight at 7pm. Really hope you enjoy the show. Okay, so how do I engage athletes in nutrition? Um, unfortunately, not every athlete is interested in nutrition. Not everyone has a passion for nutrition like me. Um, so the way I normally go about doing things is making things really practical and actually exposing to athletes to nutrition in the form of food. So obviously food is what we consume to get all the nutrients from. So it makes sense to me to really put an emphasis on that. And that involves everything from kind of um, exposing athletes to different types of foods through snack samples and, and meal samples. And also just kind of exposing them to different methods of, of cooking and different methods of preparing their own food as well. Uh, one of the best things I like to do to encourage athlete buy-in is by either hosting workshops that have got some kind of practical element to them. So whether that involves actually getting getting stuck in and making the snacks for themselves, that obviously uh, is something that's quite popular for athletes because it does encourage them to kind of feel a little bit more independent, try different foods that they might not have tried before. And it is quite a risk-free way of doing that as well. There's obviously no cost to themselves. There's no kind of fear of, oh, what if I don't like this? It's just a case of here are a lot of different foods that are really, really nutritious. And you might end up finding your new favourite food once you've tried it as well. Um, and obviously... This is something that I do like to encourage because it does actually get athletes to think a little bit more about what they're actually putting into their bodies. We've got some athletes, maybe those who are, you know, a little bit more experienced or those who've had a better uh, education in terms of nutrition. And they're the ones who do know which snacks to choose all the time. And they do know when they should be eating, why they're actually eating those foods. But sometimes we do actually kind of have to go back to basics on these things, work with athletes almost from the ground up and just get them involved in that whole process. So whether that's, you know, working, really going back to basics and things like drawing up meal plans, for example, like what will the athlete eat after training on Monday through to Friday and actually building a shopping list from that as well, going out and getting the shopping with the athlete if that's something they feel like they need support in. And then obviously shifting the focus to, uh, to the kitchen and all of the cooking skills entailed in that as well. Now, so there's a lot of different ways that we can encourage athletes to become interested in this. But the best way I find is just find certain foods they really enjoy, whether that's home cooked foods or even kind of takeaway foods and just base their recipes and base their meal plans on all of these foods. You know, the best athlete is a happy athlete. So why would we want to make them suffer with food they don't like? So when I'm working with anybody to improve their cooking skills, whether that's young athletes, older athletes, um, or even members of the general public, what I really try and encourage is just to keep things as simple as possible. And the best way I find to do that is just find a few key pieces of kitchen equipment that will make your life a lot simpler. Um, the main ones being probably a food processor. That's a key piece of equipment. 
um, things like grills as well, whether that's, you know, Toasty Makers or George Foreman sandwich presses, they're really easy to work with as well. Uh, blenders, if you've got them, or Nutribullet, for example, is a great piece of kit too. And then obviously all the kitchen utensils that you would standard uh, standardly find as well in the kitchen, just really, really useful to have because they make life simpler in terms of things like food preparation. So when we're talking right back to basics, everything from chopping up the vegetables or chopping up the meat, dicing meat, for example, these are all things that we have to work on in the first instance. And then it's kind of like progressing up in terms of adding flavours to food, seasonings that you haven't tried before, different cooking methods as well. So once we've got that prep sorted, whether that is kind of manually doing things or having it done really quickly and simply in a, in a piece of kit, then we work upwards, we work with things like flavourings. So it's looking at, do we use dry seasonings? Are we using sauces or salsas to cook with instead? And then we just keep building and building, almost like we're building a structure of layers up as well. Now, obviously, when we're looking at kind of working with athletes, whether they're young athletes or older athletes who haven't really been exposed to too much uh, cooking and preparation for themselves before, the main thing is to kind of identify a few key meals that athlete really, really enjoys and they seem to quite rely on um, in their training week. So whether that's things like uh, pasta dishes, are obviously very popular, or rice-based dishes, anything like that that they can actually batch cook as well is really good to prioritise because that just means if they've got a little bit of a window of time, maybe on a Sunday if they're on a recovery day, they can easily put aside an hour and batch make these meals. And that's probably one of the biggest things I actually advocate for athletes to do is batch cook as much as possible or just bulk prep or meal prep, whatever you want to call it, just to make life simpler later on in the week. Because the last thing an athlete wants when they've had a hard training session, really tough day and they get in, is to have to spend hours slaving away in the kitchen trying to prepare a nutritious meal for themselves. So if we can kind of work on all those basic kitchen skills and then later on upskill them in things like bulk cooking as well, it just makes for a well-rounded athlete who can manage their nutrition really well. How do I get athletes to try new foods? Uh, well, this can actually be a little bit of a tricky one. Uh, athletes are creatures of habit they know what foods make them feel good whether that is for training or for recovery so sometimes it can actually be a little bit difficult to get them to try new foods whether that's new ingredients or just new kind of ways of cooking things new styles of eating new cuisines even uh, so actually i've got a few techniques for, for kind of encouraging this in athletes to get them to think a little bit more broadly be a little bit more open-minded and actually uh, actually start trying new foods uh, one of the biggest things I like to do is almost work with what we've got. Now, whether that's in terms of the certain key ingredients in an athlete's diet, let's look at adapting those and changing them. How can we incorporate those into new meals and snacks? Or it could be introducing new cuisines that have similar flavours or use similar ingredients to the foods the athlete likes. Um, so if I'm working with, uh, say, a group of athletes, for example, we might take an opportunity where at the end of a training session, if there's a kind of like a group conversation or a group gathering um, to get some kind of um, kind of training plan message across or, or something like that. It's using the opportunity where there are kind of the whole group, um, there is whole group involvement to expose the athletes to those snacks or, or to that particular food. So it could be a case of making up a, a snack station or a table that has got abundance of new snacks on, but there are a few things in there an athlete hasn't tried before. And in that group environment, when the food is already there, there's no kind of hassle with preparing it for themselves. It actually helps with, uh, with encouraging the athlete to try these foods. A lot of the time what I'll do is try and get these snacks or, or meals, whatever it is I'm trying, base those off ingredients that the athletes are quite familiar with. And I have got a few key, uh, few key ingredients I always pretty much stick to. Uh, so one being bananas, uh, there's oats, dates, yogurts, um, 
you know anything along those lines avocado as well eggs even they're kind of my key ingredients that I normally kind of base all of my, uh, my athlete friendly snacks and meals off just because I know there is a key staple ingredients in an athlete's diet they're very familiar but the way I like to use them is just to be as creative as possible and actually put them into foods that athletes might not expect uh, so a few examples of those being things like raw brownies containing dates um, athletes probably wouldn't have even thought that's possible but they absolutely love them uh, sweet potato waffles as well have been a huge hit anything egg based that's egg muffins or even pizza style frittatas where obviously you're not using an actual pizza base with the dough but you're using the eggs as a base instead and then topping with loads of different vegetables obviously fantastic in terms of how many nutrients it contains really quick and simple but it's just different ways of getting athletes to try all these foods that they still enjoy but haven't actually had in a different method Okay, so the last thing I want to highlight is just how important it is to get our athletes involved in, in everything to do with cooking and managing their own nutrition from quite a young age. Um, personally, I find athletes who have had that involvement in cooking, whether that's kind of growing up uh, helping parents out in the kitchen or helping grandparents, or just even being really responsible for their own shopping even from quite a young age, they're the best kind of athletes to work with. And the reason I say that is because these are the athletes who are a little bit more mature in terms of how they can handle their own nutrition. And then also they've probably got some kind of background uh, knowledge of, of different foods and have also got a little bit of experience in the kitchen as well in terms of the cooking. Um, and it actually is really important to get children involved from a young age. It doesn't have to be anything too risky uh, kitchen wise in, in terms of the cooking, but just in terms of things like helping out with shopping trips or helping create the shopping list or exposing children to, uh, to new foods from quite a young age, just because it does help kind of expand the variety of foods that are in an athlete's diet, which is fantastic for obtaining all these key nutrients to support them in terms of health and obviously performance as well. But it just means they're actually more likely to try new things once, once they're a little bit older too. Um, so as I mentioned in, you know, in the previous answers, it is quite difficult to work with athletes who are very rigid and structured in, the, in what they eat and, and when they eat it. Um, so the more flexibility we've got in these athletes who are coming through, the better. And another reason why I stress this as well is because the athletes who are independent enough to manage their own nutrition are obviously the ones who've already got that base understanding and we can then push for really, really uh, kind of high targets and high nutrition goals to work on. Um, there's no need to kind of worry about whether they, you know, they can prepare vegetables, whether they can cook chicken through it, or they've already got all that base understanding and now we can really push to the high level. Um, so obviously if we're encouraging athletes to do this when they're in that kind of adolescent phase it means that once they get up to that senior level and they're in you know high performance training centers or you know they're, they're meeting the first team requirements and they're on the first team squads it just means we can really start pushing hard and working on things that are going to buy them that extra few percent in terms of their performance okay so from my, my viewpoints I really think it is important to encourage our young athletes to become involved in nutrition to be become experimental with food from that young age because as soon as that's all sorted we can really start pushing them to the highest level and in my eyes that's where we're going to get the best performers as well. So a big thanks to Tiff there for a great show and a topic we just don't hear enough of and an area our education pathways need to have much greater focus on. To engage athletes in cooking, we need to be simple and practical, use familiar foods and easy dishes and engage in workshops and videos. Think about your athletes' nutrition goals, cultures, social economic circumstances and most importantly, food likes. To improve cooking skills, use lots of 
tips to make things easy. Things like quick cook of frozen items like whole grains and vegetables, single pan dishes like stir fries and pan roasts, and use easy equipment like blenders and good quality pans and knives. We eat with our eyes, so attractive dishes like parfaits and smoothies are always going to go down well. And most importantly, you've got to make it taste great. So use simple or pre-made flavourings and sauces. Trying new foods can be tricky as many athletes are pretty anal and creatures of habit. New foods in group settings such as a breakfast club is a great way around this. Use tweaks on foods that they like culturally or familiar foods. Vegetables are often the main battleground, but things like stir fries, soups, smoothies and strong flavourings are good ways to get past this. Engaging youngsters can be really hard, especially regarding healthy nutrition. I have two kids myself and I know this all too well. Giving them ownership throughout the whole process is key though. So meal planning, shopping, right through to making the foods. Themes around picnics and buffet also provide good engagement. Really hope you enjoyed the show. Watch a full episode on the Colour Fit Podcast, our YouTube channel, and please leave a review. Hope to see you next week.